Hi, I'm Kim, and welcome to Lit Live Conversations, the podcast. Those who really know me are quite aware that I'm a very mischievous, curious person by nature, which is why my undying sense of curiosity, spontaneity, and limitless thirst for knowledge led me here with you today. My journey, although very bumpy, has inspired me to live more, learn more, and definitely laugh more every damn day. So whether you're at the beginning of your own journey or simply looking to live a bit more lit and ignite your soul, then it's time to give yourself a big old soul hug because your fresh perspective starts now. Hey everyone, hello and welcome to our very first Lit Live Conversations, the podcast. We are all so excited to be here, and we are very appreciative that you have all taken time out of your busy day to check us out and to tune in. So before we dive into our many special guests we have lined up for the show, which is quite exciting, I want to take a step back and explain the foundation for how all this craziness started. As previously mentioned, I've spent the last decade working on my personal soul project, Living Lit From Within. But what does that really mean? And how have my efforts, my journey, if you will, influenced my life and the lives of those around me? I guess the need to start this personal soul journey stemmed from one word. It's an emotion I have tried to rid myself of for years. It's plagued every corner of my mind and truly prevented me from participating in life. And that word is fear. I had fear of failure, I've had fear of success, fear of making decisions, fear of letting go, so on and so forth. But I'm sure many of you can relate to that emotion. And I came to realize this emotion and negative self-talk was powerful enough to keep me from achieving my goals and living my best life. It fed stagnation and prevented me from listening to my intuition, which I know is really strong prevented me from taking advantage of great opportunities that were presented to me time and time again, and prevented me from exploring and experiencing ethereal magnetism and true love. I let it all slide through my hands. And I'm not saying I'm perfect nor completely cured from this debilitating issue, because I am aware that we cannot completely rid ourselves of fear, which is such an interesting topic, and we will definitely explore in later episodes. But I do believe it's possible for all of us to achieve a sense of confidence by abandoning what scares us the most, and we all have that big fear. We shouldn't have to just simply tolerate our fears. We should be able to eliminate them. Because after all, we, we are all in charge and in control of everything we do, feel, and put out into the universe. So once I finally woke up and realized how fear was literally crippling my life, I promised myself to take action and to change this dominant thought pattern that has plagued me my entire life. And that's what propelled me to lay the groundwork and create the blueprint for this project. I wanted to learn, put the work in, and take the time to invest in myself so I could, in return, 
properly serve as an inspiring mental health coach, friend, lover, and personal trainer. And as I approach so many things in life, I always begin by using my own personal experiences because they're real, no matter how painful, and there's been a lot of painful ones, or embarrassing, there have been a lot of those too. They're all real and they're all mine. And I think we can all benefit by learning from one another's mistakes and missteps. And we can benefit from those missteps in very significant ways. But choosing to worry and overthink every little thing that's happened in the past or choosing to use up perfectly good energy worrying about the future, this thought process was no longer acceptable to me. It was incredibly self-sabotaging and definitely not healthy. Feeding into your anxiety never works. You can't change the past, nor can you force the future. You have to be willing to accept the outcome of any situation as is. And the minute those painful imageries are triggered, we need to stop in real time at that moment Acknowledge that it's a part of our life experience and feel the emotion by truly feeling it. Cry if you need to, but just really feel that emotion. Quietly grieve and then radically accept everything that's happened. Accept it for what it is and just put it away. It's a way that I've been able to handle my emotions And I think it's a way of handling our emotions in the moment by not allowing ourselves to dwell on that situation, on that trauma for the rest of the day or for the rest of our lives because it's already happened and you cannot do anything about it. And I think for me, learning to utilize and trust myself and the process Although it it hasn't been easy, trust me, it is like anything else we do in life, it is work. But if we take the time to work on ourselves and be more open to change, joy, not happiness, but pure joy will emerge and we'll all be able to find our true voices. Not the voice coming from our ego, not the voice coming from that fear-ridden place within, but our true, authentic voice. Think about it. 50% of our daily habits are unconscious, repetitive actions. And let's face it, it's hard to create change within ourselves when we are stuck living in the past or sabotaging ourselves with negative self-talk and overwhelming thoughts and emotions, driven by none other than fear and anxiety. An example I often use with my clients was inspired by an actual conversation I was having with a friend. And I think the point about what I'm about to say hits people hard every single time I say it because it's simply true. If your best mate rings you up and says, oh, my relationship has ended, I'm devastated, you Would you automatically reply by saying, well, yeah, that's because you're dumb, fat, and stupid? No, of course, you're not going to answer. You're not going to respond to your best friend and make her feel or him feel even worse. Of course not. But why is it okay that we say those things to ourselves? Why do we constantly feel the need to punish ourselves over and over and over again? 
it's simply not okay and it's definitely not healthy. And this is why I felt the need to ask more questions, learn more, and choose, choose, that's the key word, to live more lit from within because that's who I really am. People that have known me since I was in grade school know that I'm, you know, a little bit out there. I love to have fun. I love to laugh. I mean, people around here in Germany, eh, they just kind of roll their eyes, but that's only because they're afraid to laugh, but that's who I am as a person. And I realized when fear kind of took over and really crippled everything that I wanted to do, it, it just... It just wasn't healthy and it wasn't working anymore for me. Because the one thing in life that we all have in common are choices. We choose, we choose to create chaos just as much as we choose to create peace. I believe in order to effectively create lasting change and happiness in our lives, we need to learn how to take back control of our thoughts, emotions, and decisions because we too often forget that happiness, you know, that quiet yet very attainable secret that lies in our own hands and no one else's, we forget that. It's not about anyone else. And that's something that I also had to come to terms with, constantly pleasing people. And you may do this, but you choose to do this. You allow people to walk all over you or manipulate you because you and your heart have good intentions. You know, and the minute you say no, or the minute you call someone out for their betrayal, you hear crickets and you're standing alone. I think that's okay. If people cannot appreciate you, and if you are relying on other people to make you happy, then that is your choice. But I chose something different. And really, I want you to think about it this way. What would you be doing right now, right now, this very minute, if you were more confident and weren't so afraid? I, for example, opened a, I opened a Pilates reformer studio, decided to moderate a talk show, and today launched my very first podcast. It's typical Kim, but that's me because I wasn't scared. And I'll tell you one thing, I'm glad I tuned out the noise, ignored the comments, and charged ahead, because over the last few years of unimaginable hurt, betrayal, and reoccurring bouts of self-doubt, I never gave up on me, and I never once got scared or doubted myself that I couldn't do it. Not once. Okay, that made me want to cry a little bit, <laughs> because and my producers laughing at me right now, but seriously, because this is a feeling that has, you know, emotions are real. And if you're a person that gives and gives and, you know, you, you think everyone has the same thoughts and behaviors and you give from your heart, not expecting anything in return, or you just assume people are good but you're always surprised, right? And I know many of you are not used to me being so serious uh, because let's be honest, I do own two microphones with disco lights that I literally take everywhere with me. 
And I am very aware that some people love to make fun of and talk about me. Maybe because I have a dirty sense of humor and a pretty dirty mind, or because I'm a visionary and a bit quote unquote too out there, too privileged. And yes, I've even heard someone refer to me as a modern day Marie Antoinette. Really? But if you take a closer look, I've earned a grudging respect from the health and wellness industry and fellow health practitioners. And at a time when health-related anxiety is so prevalent, I feel it appropriate to shed some light on topics that changed and moved me. I'm not precocious about myself or my brand, but I came to play and I definitely came to have some fun. I would like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and be sure to check us out next week when we take the show on the road to Greece. Be sure to click follow and subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast and want to live a bit more lit. Ciao.